Courtney. Hey, Sasha. What does a ghost get another ghost for their third anniversary? I don't know. What do they get? They get them a pair of leather boots. Ooh, it's spoop hour, and the third anniversary traditional gift is leather. <laughs> modern gift is glass or crystal or crystal and i already got you something crystally within the past you month did. so you're not getting more goddamn crystals out of me <laughs> that's all you get i have an empty glass right here so that's there you for go you. oh thank you <laughs> i have a semi-full glass that's for you it's got totoro on it oh you can't see because of the ice that's in it but it has hello kitty on it Welcome back to Spoop Hour, a paranormal comedy podcast hosted by two Halloweenies who are recording on a Sunday night, and I think we're both tired. This one's Courtney. This one's Sasha. You can find us on the internet at Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us your first-hand ghost stories, any cryptids that you like, pictures of your pets, whatever. Your second-hand ghost stories, your, your third-hand third ghost, ghost stories. stories. Your, your favorite thing that you read on the internet that could be true but probably isn't true. <laughs> your eighth-hand ghost stories that your mom told you growing up and then you've been afraid of it your whole life, but then you hit, like, 27 and you're like, that doesn't Actually, make that any sense. Funny. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Email us that, spoopower at gmail.com. Yeah. And today, not today, when you're listening to this, this past Saturday, September 5th, was our third anniversary. We've been doing this for three years. Three whole years. Three. three whole years. Three whole years. We're doing it. So we have the traditional leather in the form of my skin today, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the exchange of glasses that we're using for other things. Yeah, I guess I have this like faux leather desktop pad that I have my keyboard and mouse on. Oh, nice. I, yeah, I don't even think... I guess my, my, I have a gamer chair that right now is being used to prop up my desk light, but it's like a faux leather, so that's probably... Yeah, I'm like yeah, looking around. I don't have a lot of fake leather. How do we record podcasts? It's been three podcasts. years, yeah, like, <laughs> We should know <laughs> how to do like this. I feel like I've forgotten how to do this. I know. Every time we record a podcast, it's like the first time we're recording a podcast, and that's thanks to you guys, our loyal listeners. Our loyal listeners. Who keep us... On the straight and narrow, even when we're sleepy and kind of falling apart. Thank you for your patience, y'all. You're great. <laughs> Did anything spooky happen to you this week? Only in the sense of impending doom, because school starts this Tuesday. I was going to say, it's, isn't it Tuesday? Yeah. So actually, the day you're listening to this, please yeah. send nice, <laughs> positive thoughts to me, because school's starting, and it's it's starting online, which is great, because yeah. we all should be starting our schools online, and for those of you who are in areas where school is starting in person unsafely, mm. you know, go hug a teacher, or send a hug, virtual yeah. hug Don't a hug teacher. a teacher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe dealing don't. dealing with enough. 
yeah, don't hug an actual teacher, but send them some good thoughts. Send them a bottle of wine or something. I don't drink alcohol, but send them those macarons you can order on the internet or yeah. a pinata gram. Yeah. I keep getting targeted ads for pinata grams, and I'm like, this is probably stupid, but also, like, the idiot in me who loves spending money on pointless shit is like, yep. how fun would it be to send somebody a pinata gram? It would be so much fun to send someone a pinata. <laughs> this is not this is not viral marketing. We're not trying to trick you into buying pinata grams. They're not paying us money. <laughs> if you've seen those targeted ads, or if you know anyone who's gotten a pinata gram, please email spoopbarrowgmail.com, because yeah, I don't want to sure. click on it, because I don't want to only get pinata gram ads. But I'm right. like, what goes in the pinata? Is it candy or is it like fine leather goods? Like, what's, <laughs> what's in that pinata? Fine leather goods. Fine leather goods. Can you specify what goes in the pinata? Like, is it only candy? And if so, can you pick the candy? Like, is it only going to be fruit candy or can you pick like a chocolate put, candy? <laughs> I was going to say, put your browser in incognito mode. That's an excellent. Well, I've discovered incognito mode, which allegedly is supposed to protect you from cookies or whatever. There have been a couple recent instances where I open up an incognito browser to look up something that I don't want to get targeted ads for. And then I still get fucking targeted ads for it. So I'm mad and we've been doing this for three years. <laughs> <laughs> But for real, if you know anybody who's got a pinata gram. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so school's starting. So I've been having your run-of-the-mill, like, school stress dreams. Classic. In that. And a lot of them just have, like, a lot of just, like, void, like, just darkness. Because unlike past school years where I have school stress dreams that take place in school, the last time I had, like, an in-person school stress dream was back in the beginning of July before we knew we were going to be virtual. And so I was having school stress dreams wherein I was trying, it was the the kind of dream where no one can hear you oh. and you're like yelling and you're trying to be heard and no one and is hearing like- you <sighs> and just coming out quiet, like, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> like no one can hear you. But this time it was worse because I was wearing a mask. Oh. And so like I couldn't, I was in the front of the class, had the mask on, they couldn't hear me through the mask. Yeah. And then other kids were showing up without masks and with masks. And it was just like this, like, basically all of the COVID stress that I had been feeling yeah, just, like, came in, came to a head. But now it's just been a lot of just, like, just dreaming about a lot of dark voids because I don't know what this is going to be like. Yeah. And then I guess the other thing is I have also been having, like, weird murder movie dreams, too. Oh, can you, like, dream summon me to those? I'm really good at them. <laughs> Yeah, we're just, like, I am trying to either avoid being murdered in a house or I'm trying to stay one step ahead of the person who's doing the murdering. And it's just all been stressful. (laughs) Anyway, what spooky things happened to you? (laughs) Mine is more lighthearted. So I, like, two grocery trips ago, which at this point was, like, six weeks ago, I got pre-made pie crust because I I had Mm. a real strong hankering for coconut cream pie. But then Ooh. I realized I hadn't bought condensed milk, which means I couldn't have you made coconut, coconut cream pie. Cream pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just hold on to these pie crusts, whatever. And then another grocery trip came and went, and I forgot to get condensed milk. So I'm like, I guess I'm just not having coconut cream pie. Time to let right. that dream go. So yesterday I was looking for a recipe I could use these pie crusts for, and you guys are like, this isn't spooky. It's going to get spooky because <laughs> I accidentally made the 2020 of pies. Oh, no. So it was supposed to be a chocolate pie. Simplest thing in the world. And you make, like, a basic, like, 
custardy pudding base. There's just like a chocolate yeah. pudding, and then you pour it in the crust and let it set, and then you put the whipped cream on it. And I'm like, great, this what is could perfect. go wrong? What could go wrong? It's just like a Jello pudding pie, except you're hand making pudding, so it's a little bit more work. I wish nothing's I remembered. gonna go wrong. Yeah. So no, of course nothing's gonna go wrong. So I followed <laughs> the recipe, and much like 2020, it started off pretty well, and I was full of hope. I was like, this is gonna be a great pie. Yeah. I'm gonna want to use be a great this year. recipe again to make the other pie crust. What a great sure. year this will be. And then, boom, wildfires, because all of a sudden it was supposed to thicken, and it was thickening up good, and it's like, you're going to thicken it for seven minutes and then cook it for another 30 seconds. And I hit the six-minute mark, and I'm like, all right, another minute and a half, you sexy custard. And then it just thinned out immediately. I don't know what it did. It became the consistency of water, which is bananas because it was heavy whipping cream when it went in. So somehow it became thinner from heating and there was cornstarch in it. So it should have been a solid, but whatever. So I kept like trying to fix it. And then I'm like, okay, fuck it. We'll just like continue following the instructions. Maybe it'll thicken upon standing. So I let it sit to stand. Nope. Didn't thicken after half hour. No thickening. I put it in the fucking freezer. No thickening. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just make the whipped cream and I'll fold the whipped cream in and that'll thicken it and make a pie filling. So we're at the like March of 2020 where I'm like, we can salvage this. This is going to turn around. It's okay, everybody. It's going to be a little awkward and it's not what we thought when we started out, but we're going to adjust and it's going to be okay. So I fold in the whipped cream and I pour it in the pie crust and there was a little bit leftover filling. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just taste the filling because it'll probably still taste good, you guys. Oh, no. It'll be okay. Oh, no. It's fucking oh, salty. No. There's half a teaspoon of salt in it, and it's fucking salty. So I don't know what the fuck happened to my fucking pie, but I don't like food waste, so I've been suffering through eating this goddamn pie. And I hate Throw it. it away. No, it's food I, waste. No, I know it's food waste, <laughs> but sometimes you have to give up on a dish that did not work. No. That's not food waste. That's just called, like, understanding your limits and trying again later. <laughs> so anyway, I unpinned that recipe. And it was It's the 2020 of pies. I thought I could turn it around. I thought it would be okay. So are you just going to suffer by yourself through it? I don't want to subject my roommates to it because it's not a good pie. And like, no, I, I should say the crust is fine because I, I, I blind baked the crust. So the crust came out great. And so the crust kind of dunked in the salty chocolate mixture isn't bad. The problem is like the rest of the filling. And also it does not hold its form. So it either has to be in the freezer all the time where it's hard as rock or you have to thaw it in the refrigerator, but you can't thaw it in the refrigerator for more than three hours because then it becomes a liquid again. I hate this goddamn pie. Courtney, <laughs> and much I like 2020, need- it's way more work than I expected it to be. So... So, unlike 2020, you have the option of throwing the whole pie away. I know, I probably should. You should just throw the pie away. I know it's, it's, I know, I have a weird thing about food waste, too. Yeah. However, <laughs> I, there's, there's food waste when it's a perfectly good meal. It's and then not. there's food waste when it's a failed attempt. Yeah. And just, I don't know why it is so salty. I think somehow all of the thickness was absorbed by salt and became salt. So instead of being a pudding, it became a weird salt water mixture. Did you accidentally substitute salt for something? No, I actually measured the salt this time. I very seldom measure salts. Usually I just kind of like eyeball and I'm just like, eh, pinch of salt. It could also just have been a bad recipe. I think it's just a bad recipe. Anyway, since it's our pot anniversary. 
we always like to either do something or experience something or like do something fun. Mm -hmm. Obviously, our options are limited in these, the quarantines. Right. So I, I made a nightmare pie. And we also did a virtual lip print reading. That was really fun. And you're going to hear about it. (laughs) So what you are about to hear is our initial thoughts, lip print reading. Here we go. Today, August 30th, Courtney and I had a lip body. (laughs) (laughs) We had a a lip lipsology. Lipsology. Yeah. Reading. Calls it. Yes. Yeah, we had a lip reading, yeah. basically, where it's like... But not like a street. speech reading, lip reading. Right. I'm doing the sign for oh, lip yeah. reading like you're looking and at me. Like you can't see it, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you it's, know, it's like thing. <laughs> It's basically palmistry, but with your lips, and you take a piece of paper and lipstick, and you kiss the paper, you and you leave it. your print. So so it's she's not like looking at your lips, like bare lips. Yeah. She's looking at the print, the kind of the, res- the residual that's left behind, which is really cool. So it's like palmistry, but on paper. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's palmistry, but for your mouth. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more like palmistry about reading the lines in your lips. Yeah. But, but it, it, it really was... wasn't. It was more about, like, the pressure and, like, the way your mouth was being held and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. And the, sh- the shapes that they make. Mm-hmm. The Yeah, there was just, like, a lot that went into it that, like, I mean, I went into it blind. You told me to kiss the paper three times, and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> kiss the paper, write your name, and then number and them. Put numbers, yeah. And then put a coin on it. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was really interesting. So this is yeah. so let's let's go back to how we discovered this. So so I am a huge fan of Renaissance festivals. I I love them in theory. I've never actually been, and I was hoping that this was going to be the year that we could get Courtney yeah. to go to the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Because usually when you guys go, either I'm busy the weekend yeah. you go. Or I hear about it after you've already gone, and I'm like, oh, shit, I meant yeah. to indicate my interest yep. in that. And so I was like, this fall is going to be the year. However, this it is, is 2020. This is not going to be the year. It's not going to be the year. The Maryland Renaissance Festival made the very, the very smart but still sad mm-hmm. decision to shut down for the 2020 season. And normally mm-hmm. we'd be ramping up for it this week. Like, I think I would have mm-hmm. gone this week or next weekend. Actually, it probably would have opened this today. And yeah. it's just, yeah, it was like kind of disappointing that that's not happening. But yeah. on Facebook there and on their website, they have a basically online market, like lo- online exhibition. Mm-hmm. And so through that, I discovered the palmistry tarot reading, the psychic booth owner posted her business on the on the group and I was like well I like never have time to go do this when I'm at Ren Fair because I never go yeah. with people who want to go do it that's why I wanted to bring Courtney <laughs> this year I was like Courtney and I are gonna go do tarot we're gonna get our well, palms red yeah because I this. so like I I was like I like knew exactly who I wanted to go to and everything so yeah. I I, I sent me the, Courtney link. the link and was like we should do this and we did. Yeah, and so I was I was poking around the site, and I was like, okay, cool. There's, like, all these, they're doing, like, virtual mm. stuff, too. So it's not just, like, this would be cool to go to next year when they have yeah. the Ren Fair again, assuming America gets its thumb out of its ass. Will and it? <laughs> in the next decade when we get our thumb out yeah. of our ass. So It'll be fun to take I, my grown children was, to Ren Fair. <laughs> in ten years. <laughs> you, take, you drive your flying mm-hmm. car. 15 years from now 
and your your teenager is the one driving the car, being like, "Mom, stop telling me about back in the day." And you're I'll like, need "In to my buy, day, we have the Renaissance." I'll need to fair. buy a new corset because the one I bought when I was like 23 doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because you've had like seven babies yeah. and life has been hard, yeah. and you know, and I'm basically just a floating brain in a jar basically. at that point. So you've got like me in the jar in the back seat in a like baby seat, but it's a it's a like super futuristic baby yeah. seat, so there's like lasers and shit. Mm-hmm. This is not how the future. Yeah, I was going to say go. I'm it's not fine. having seven children. <laughs> <laughs> so you think? Yeah, as long as but the government lip print actually. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. So I was poking around and I saw, you know, they have this like lip reading thing, and I'm like, I'm listening because I love weird shit. Mm-hmm. And you know this, and so I like clicked on it, and it's and this woman that we saw, her name is Ariana. She was like, you know, I've I've done virtual stuff, whatever, and so I sent that back to Sasha, and then was like, hey. This lady, we smooch a piece of paper and we send her a picture of it, and then she'll tell us things about ourselves. Because if there's one thing we love, it's having us told things about ourselves. Yeah. And and for for the I guess like for reference, this is more of like a personality reading than it is mm-hmm. about like future reading. So she's not going to look at your yeah. lip lip and be like, oh, you're going to come into some money soon. It'll be more yeah. like you are conscious about your finances, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it'll it'll be like you are a person who's very responsible with money rather than tomorrow. You're you're going to win the lottery. Right. I will say this is the first reading of this variety who did not tell me to stop being friends with Sasha. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I, she, she told me I'm, some real shit in this reading that did. we'll talk about. But this is the first time that I've ever had one of these readings that I like left it being like, yeah. You're yeah, so that happy. Was, like, I'm so happy about this reading, even though she told me some real shit. She told me real yeah. shit that I needed to hear that I was like, yes, I, I approve of this. Like, I accept this. Yeah. Yeah. So when she was and saying we, that, and we're she was good saying, friends. She said we're we good. Are, yeah, she we're, said we're good friends. We're, admit, she did not yeah. say that you're ruining my aura yeah. like all the psychics before her. <laughs> <laughs> Even the one on the other side of the country who told me to stop being your right. friend. Mm. And to break up with my boyfriend. Whom I'm still dating a year later. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Psychics. What even are they? But when she was, she, one of the things she reads is like the shape of your Mm -hmm. lip print. So mine, for the most part, were triangular and Sasha's were diamonds. Were diamonds. And so she's like, so you're like a triangle, but with a low point. I'm like, uh oh, this is where it's going to be. Sasha, you're bringing Courtney down. (laughs) Don't be friends with her anymore. Like, no, it was like completely different. Oh no, it's coming. But it was something completely different. And I was like, phew. You had us in the first half. Yep. Not gonna lie. So yeah, it was it was actually like very, very cool to Yeah. To I remembered the thing. Yeah, we yeah. talked a little bit before we started recording about there were two moments where she got something pointedly wrong, I thought, one about you and one about me. Mm-hmm. And the one about you is that she was like, Sasha, you're extremely independent and you're just gonna charge ahead and you're just gonna do yeah. whatever you want and everybody else can fall in line. And I'm like, that's not Sasha. See, here, here's where I'll put the little <laughs> asterisk, okay, after that. Yes. Because there's like a grain of truth, but it's not like super accurate. So here's, here's yeah. where we can like say that this is correct. One, I will tell everyone to fall in line because I'm a teacher and I need kids to yes. do things, right? That's true. Two, I'll ask like a couple of people... Like, I'll tell them what I'm thinking, being like, this is my independent idea. This is the thing that I'm looking forward to doing, or this is the thing I'm thinking about doing. And then I'll make sure that it's a good idea before I go do it. (laughs) And then the other thing is sometimes I'm very stubborn, and I'll just, like, go do something by myself. I'm like, uh, it's faster if I do it. Yes. Of the two of us, I would have described myself as being the more stubborn. I would say that, yeah. Because I'm 
Yeah, I'm extraordinarily mm. stubborn. So when she said that about you, I was like, this seems like to my mind, it was basically just like a, you're going to kick everybody in the face and nobody's going to tell you what yeah. to do, which I know I have a tendency to be like. Yeah. So I was like, that seems like more of a me thing. Sasha is a delicate rainbow who actually listens to other people yeah. and seeks help right. and then follows the advice she is giving. Yeah. I just like occasionally, I think especially, okay, when she did this reading, right, the blueprint mm-hmm. that I did was this past Friday. And so... Mm-hmm. I was definitely very much in the, like, fuck everyone else. Yeah. I'm just going to look out for me kind of mindset. So, like, I kind of get it. Yeah. I was Whereas I was very I upset had done on mine. <laughs> I had done mine on Thursday. And I think a couple of the things, like, they ended up being accurate about me. But a couple of them, I was like, this is just because you don't know that I practiced doing the lip print, like, 30 times because I was super intense perfectionist. And so I kept doing it to give you the best impression because I thought she was going to read the lines of my lips, so I threw away a couple prints where you didn't see them. So I was just like, oh, well, i got to do the ones where you can see them, and I'm going to reapply the lipstick and whatever. So I did all of that. But the the thing she pointedly got wrong about me, I don't even remember what the feature was. We're going to get a recording of it. I'll refer to it. And then... Probably in the intro, I will tell you what this part referred to. The intro you heard mere moments ago that for us is recorded a week in the future. But I have a scar on my lip. Yes. From when I was a baby. And she called out that scar and she's like, this print means whatever the fuck it means. And I'm like, that's not what that means. That means I climbed out of my crib as a baby (laughs) and like fell and busted my face Mm. open. (laughs) So There was some really interesting stuff in there, though, about like, because I practiced to some degree as well, because I th- felt like my lip, my lipstick like was not, I tried different lipsticks and like, I just couldn't yeah. get like a solid print the way like Courtney had sh- sent me a photo of hers to show me like how to set it up. So yeah. So that was like another thing where I was just like, well, Courtney's are like so dark and like vivid. And I was like trying a bunch and I could not get like solid prints to come out. I have a hard time like putting on lipstick myself, but that, that yeah. showed up in the the reading as well. The reading. That. So I looked like a deranged clown with how much lipstick I put on mm-hmm. my mouth when I smushed my face into the piece of paper. So I think that's why mine came out so dark is because I, I just kept like really intensely coloring <laughs> I it. want to be pretty. I want to I was be like, pretty. Yeah. Mamma mia, my, you're a beautiful clown. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, you know. <laughs> we did get some like good advice and like... We did. Yeah, just like some good... Like ex- explanations and like ways to actually like take this information and utilize it, and so my she got at some of my like work stress recently mm-hmm. because I am you know a go to person for like I'm gonna do really detailed work and I'm gonna do it well, but then I don't get acknowledged, so I need to be better about acknowledging it in myself. And she also gave us solid advice for us as friends. But what was interesting about it is some of the things she was saying. I'm like, this is kind of how our friendship just goes. Yeah. Like, a lot of it is us being each other's, like, hype man and being like, you got this. Don't be so hard on yourself. Like, why are you doing this? And punching each other in the face with nice. We've spent 16 years of our lives being like, like yourself more and, hey, love yourself Uh, and you can do it. and Stop shitting on my friend. Yeah, basically. Even though that friend is you. Basically, like... Like, she, she called that. <laughs> yeah. And then also when she said that, like, I can talk shit about people and tell, talk shit about people to you, and you won't let anyone know that I'm talking shit. Yeah. I'm an excellent vault of shit talk. Yeah. And you and I talk a lot of shit. So. <laughs> oh, all we do. You guys are like, you seem so nice in your podcast. What we do off air is just shit talk anybody. What we do in the shitos. <laughs> shit tacos. What we do in the shit tacos. <laughs> it sounds like shit tacos. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> I, my, my favorite 
my favorite homework that she gave me was one learning to say learning to say no but she said I feel like you can't say no so you're gonna say normally I would say yes but not today but not right <laughs> not now. right now not today not right, not now. right now yeah and then also that I need to take a three-day vacation <laughs> true yeah see and that i was like you're not getting that from mine i'm so stressed yeah. <laughs> but oh i remembered the ouchie thing yeah. she said because of the way my lips were smushed it meant that i was in pain i was not in pain when i had it my jaw clicks oh. so the way i was holding it it didn't hurt it's just like because i'm kind of a side talker as well like if you watch me talk my jaw naturally kind of goes over uh-huh. to one side a little bit yeah. so like I think it was just that. So I'm like, oh, that's not like a. I was in particular pain that day. It was just, that's just kind of how my mouth moves. Yeah. <laughs> also, the idea of like creating a beautiful space to clear your mind. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get my office in order because office slash guest room, because right now the bed is just covered in stuff. I haven't unpacked our wedding decor yet from three weeks ago. But yeah, I've started trying to create like a very tidy space at my desk because I need that mental real estate to be like kind of freed up, right? Like create yeah. create a space that I can look at and also feel a little bit like mentally decluttered as well. So I liked yeah. that. I did too. And that that also I enjoyed because she was like, the Japanese do this thing. And I'm like, Sasha and I met in Japanese class yeah. and Sasha is half Japanese. Right. So <laughs> like exactly what I've been thinking about is like, does this spark joy? I've been thinking a lot about Marie yeah. Kondo as I've cleaned my, like, started cleaning my office. Like, I really liked her. I just saw the yeah. note that I wrote to myself that said hug pucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said that Sasha had hug puckers. And so that's going to be my new name for Sasha. Yeah. Welcome to Spoop Hour, paranormal comedy pos- podcast hosted by two Halloweenies. This one's Courtney. That one's hug pucker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, it was really fun. So those are our yeah. initial thoughts. Oh, she did say we both have guardian angels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which was interesting. I don't know who mine is. I think I know who mine is, but, or yeah. I know of some of them. Oh, yeah. that was the other thing was like, yeah, the hard conversations and like someone's disappointed you and all of this. I was like, damn. Yeah, you saw it right through me on Friday. <laughs> you saw how like... Yeah, I don't know. Upset. I don't know who, who I was disappointed with specifically on Thursday when I did mine. I'll tell you, a phrase that I uttered on Friday was, every man has disappointed me this week. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really rough week last week. Men. It Why was, do we allow them, ladies? It was just it was just a lot. It was like coming from all directions, too. Yeah. Like, so she she nailed that she got you yeah yeah there are a couple things she said where i'm like it's not that i don't think this is accurate i just don't know what specifically it was Mm -hmm. referring to yeah she had my number on like basically in the entire thing a lot of your reading i was like oh she's gotten sasha's goat like eight (laughs) thousand times the thing where she got my goat the most was she got it like the source of my work stress Mm -hmm. so all right well we'll kick it back over to our future selves hi future self future courtney and future hug pucker take it away Wow, wasn't that fun? <laughs> Didn't we have a blast, Sasha? We had Talk a great to you blast. In the studio. <laughs> so, so I will say I have kind of talked myself out of it since then, just because I'm like some of the things she said about me, she could have gotten just because I was the person who organized the lip print reading. So I'm probably the kind of person who's very organized and good at doing work things. <laughs> I mean, yes and no, but there was stuff like you didn't say anything about me to her prior to us meeting that would make her think that I need to take a break. 
That's true. Yeah. I just love supporting the vendors at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Mm -hmm. So we also tried to read each other's palms because it's a virtual palm reading. We're like, let's do it. And, (laughs) you know, we thought it would be more fun if instead of trying to read our own palms, we read each other's because then we could be like, oh, that's so accurate, spooky or whatever. So I was trying to determine what shape of hand you had. And I was like... I was like, how can I determine this? And I was like, from that book, it was like, it defines a square palm as being like the same width and length as one of your fingers. Uh So this is what I did because I'm a fucking creep. I did a screenshot of the palm you sent me and then I did a snip of your finger. So here's your (laughs) finger. Because I'm a murderer. I'll take a picture and put it on the Instagram. Yeah, I just, you know. And then it was, like, not helpful in the slightest. I thought I was being super clever, and then I wasn't. So that's that's pretty much the spoop hour story from the past three years. (laughs) You go first, because I'm going to be flying by the seat of my pants trying to figure figure yours out. Ooh, love it. Okay. So mine comes from LearnReligions.com and Allure Magazine. Okay. So I think... You have a water hand because you have pretty long fingers and a longish palm. And I did measure it using an envelope that I marked up with a piece of paper to make sure it isn't a square and it isn't. So if you weren't a water hand, because you're like on the border of having a long uh-huh. palm, which would put you in air hand territory. Okay. So then I like read the descriptions of each and I was like, water sounds more accurate. So I think you're a water hand. Okay. Water hands are typically, like, literally the hand part is typically soft, and it can be clammy, which is rude and judgmental. I don't (laughs) hold hands with you frequently, so I don't know how clammy your hands are. I don't have clammy hands. If anything, like... Do you have swamp hands? No, I don't. That's the thing, is, like, my hands tend to be kind of cold and dry. (laughs) I lost Sasha. She got offended because I called her hands clammy. I knew it was going to end this way. Well, we made it three years, folks. We did the best we could. Yep, it's because I called your hands clammy. I'm so sorry. (laughs) As a water hand, you are sensitive and receptive, often in tune with your emotions, and potentially, this is exciting because your mom's a ghost magnet, Yes, you could potentially have psychic ability as a water hand. So, like, cultivate that in yourself, and we'll try it for anniversary number four. Yeah. (laughs) You are usually creative and compassionate, though because you are so sensitive, you are often prone to hurt feelings and interpersonal stress. So remember when I said that even your hand wanted you to take a break? Yeah. Your hand wants you to take a break. It's gonna Ooh. get it's gonna get worse. It's just gonna get worse. No, I mean it's not terrible. It's just a lot of it is like, you seem stressed. Yeah. <laughs> so your heart line is the horizontal one on the upper part of your palm. Yeah. So Sasha's looks like it is pretty deep and long based on the picture you sent. Your heart line looks pretty deep and long. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, deep means stress in your life. Yeah. And long means idealistic and dependent on your partner. Also, your heart line has a curve to it, which means you have an intellectual streak within your emotions. So maybe you kind of analytically look at your emotions. Yeah. But it's not like super curved. Like it's not like the letter C. It's just like a little bit of a curve. Yeah. So you have the ability to use your brain and your heart at the same time. I did read that when you get your palms read for real for this kind of reading, mm-hmm. where they're reading the lines and not the energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. They do 80% of the reading on your right hand if you're right hand dominant and 20% of the reading on your left hand. Uh. But I only did the 80% because I only had the one photo and I didn't want to do another hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> so your headline is the line under the heart line. Mm-hmm. So yours is on the shorter side, but that doesn't mean you're stupid. Because I was like, if this is going to say Sasha is dumb, I'm not <laughs> going to read it out loud. <laughs> 
So a shorter headline means you are intuitive in your intellectual pursuits. So that kind of ties in with you being a water hand. So it's kind of like as you are pursuing this knowledge, you are still relying heavily on your intuition to sort of guide you through yeah. your intellectual pursuits and like your, your sense of how you want to be. The straightness of your line, because you have a very straight headline. Uh-huh. That means that you have a more traditional approach to learning and thinking. Mm-hmm. So rather than being like a big abstract, like cloud mm-hmm. crazy brain thinker, you're kind of like uh, not methodical, but just like you'll follow step one to step two to step three to step four, rather than going step one to step 77, back mm-hmm. to step two, back to 43. <laughs> Unfortunately, this line is fairly faint on your palm, which means you are prone to poor memory. Yes, I am. That's something to be aware of. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You're, I, I notice overall a lot of your lines, at least based on that picture, are fainter than the lines on my hand. Well, so I'm looking at lines. my hand right now, and it is might it have been the lighting or something. Oh, Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't know, it's pretty... It's not faint? Yeah. Yeah, like I'll I'll show you the picture you sent me. It looks it looks faint in the picture. It could be the lighting. It's it's hard to say. Okay, so your lifeline I think is still pretty correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's still a little on the fainter side. Like it starts out thicker, yeah. but it kind of thins it out. It thins out, yeah. So yours is also kind of short, but that doesn't mean you're gonna have a short life and die young. Because again, <laughs> if that were the case, I would not be reading it to you. No. <laughs> I wanted to make sure your hands are being nice. Instead, it means that you are independent and you practice autonomy, which is cool. Cool. Unfortunately, because it is a little on the faint side, it means you are likely to experience anxiety and low energy throughout your life, which, whom among us? It's 2020. All we are is low energy. All we are is. And then your faint line, which is a vertical line running up from your wrist. Uh So, like, yours everybody's indicates like the challenges they'll face in their life. So if it's like broken into a couple different directions, it's like serious change or whatever. Like there's a couple different meanings for what it means. Yours is shocker, kind of faint. So mostly that means you're going to have to confront failures and disappointments. Mm. But if you want to hold it up to the camera, this one particularly, I was like, I can't tell if it's deep. I can't even tell like what I'm supposed to be looking at right now. If yours is deep, that means you're going to inherit some money. Okay. (laughs) Which is oddly specific. I don't think you have fame or a sunline. It's called a fame or sunline. Most people don't have them. That's just people who are going to have like an intense artistic experience or like some sort of famous event. So obviously uh-huh. the majority of people aren't going to have that. But in theory, if you were to look at like Brad Pitt's palm, he would have it. Sure. Your children lines, which I included because I thought it would be fun. So <laughs> under your pinky, you have little vertical lines. Yeah. yeah. And yours indicate that you're going to have Two kids. Ha! That's the plan. (laughs) Hey! But this also could mean it's not necessarily children you birth. It can also be children you adopt, children you foster. I already have two children that are made out of fur. Boom, you're done. Boom, I'm done. It's basically, it's any child with whom you have a maternal or close relationship. I I do. So, like, it's not necessarily, like, oh, you're definitely going to have a bunch of babies. It's just more like, like someone you feel a maternal instinct or intuition for. Yeah, someone you're going to have, like, a close mother-child relationship with. I do and love that's my your two hand. daughters. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Your beautiful daughters. My two, my, two, my two fur daughters. You do clean up their poop and feed them. And I do clean. Most of child I picked rearing. up so much poop today. Yeah, see? That's child rearing. Listener, the part you didn't just listen to, because I'm going to cut that, because it's just for us. We just had an intense fart discussion. Sapoop hour. Sapoop hour. We're finally living up to our name three years later. So I am trying to decide for you 
If you okay. are a earth or fire hand. I was trying to do the same thing because I was like, maybe I'll figure it out. And I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. From the photo that I'm looking at on my computer, mm-hmm. historically, I've known that you've had short fingers. I have short fingers. And so and I'm looking at palms. this photo, too, where like your middle finger, which is your longest finger, is mm-hmm. also like proportionately yeah. not very large compared to your palm. Yeah. And so I have I have stubby little fingers. Yeah, stubby little fingers. I have pretty long fingers. Yeah, you, you, that's why I was like, you're either an air or a water hand yeah. because you have such My, long, elegant fingers. And the the other reason I ruled out air is because if you had air, you'd have like super protruding knuckles and in most I cases, have, and you don't really. I, yeah, I At mine not are not picture. protruding the way like my mom's are, but they're starting yeah. to get there. They're on their way, yeah. on the way, but not yet, <laughs> but soon, someday. <laughs> someday, all of our knuckles are gonna stick out. Yeah, so it's fine. I'll say you're a fire hand because Sounds a fire great. hand has a long palm and short fingers. And these hands I think, I think often have correct. distinctive creases and probably defined mounds. I don't know. I haven't seen your hands in person since, like, the beginning of March. Also, let's be real. It's not like you were super closely looking I at my hands. I was not hold, like, I, the before time. I... I'm trying to think of, like, a time in recent memory that I've held your hand and, like, touched it and stuff. And it probably has not happened. Maybe, like, when I was drunk in college... But not now. Yeah, that was probably the last time. Yeah. Or like, if I was trying to get drunk you to, like, a safe location, as I did with many of my drunk friends in college, one of my key wrangling moves was just oh, to hold, hold your hand. hand. Because I have very meaty palms yeah. and stubby fingers, probably, so I have an intense Or maybe grip. even earlier than that, like, when you and I went and saw the Fratellis. Oh, yeah. I, d- I probably held your hand then. Yeah. And we had to get out of there because there are too many youths. Youths were being rude to Sasha, and so I had to protect her. Yeah. So we held hands. I realized that I have measuring tape, so I'm going to real quick check my palm to finger. <laughs> oh, yeah. My middle finger is about an inch shorter than my palm. Wow. Damn. Really? Oh, ah. wait. I have, I have a measuring tape, too. <laughs> Why didn't I think to do this years ago when I was wondering about this? I never thought to actually so... like, literally measure my hand. But, yeah, my, my middle finger is, like, three inches long, and my palm is four inches long. Yeah, my middle finger is three inches long, and my palm is... Three and a half inches long. Yeah. Yeah. But like in proportion to the bones of your hand, they're both long. They're both long. I'm yeah. taller than you. You're, yeah. And I have... Yeah, I have I'm five weird. four, and my middle finger is three inches long. So individuals with fire hands are known to be passionate, confident, and industrious. They're driven by their desires, and on a bad day, they may lack tactfulness and empathy. But That does sound like me. I've been very grumpy all day. Yeah, so... <laughs> say like but you are someone who is very passionate and confident and like when I think about industrious I think about like your creativity and like your drive to like do things and make things happen which is like what happened in the lip lip reading was that you are driven to make things happen and your water hand also happened in the lip reading where your water hand says hey you're maybe prone to interpersonal stress and also you are creative and very insightful which is was also present in your lip reading. <laughs> That's really cool. So there could be meaning, deeper meaning to this stuff. Ooh, who we knows? just don't. We know. just don't know. We'll have to do like a proper episode on palmistry where we get into the history of it. Because I was reading a little bit about it today, and I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. Like I know I've gotten on phrenology's case a lot because it's a pseudoscience. It's basically institutionalized racism yeah. masquerading as science. But I think palmistry doesn't fall prey to the same things because everybody's hands are, like, so... Different. Unique. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I was just thinking when we were thinking about like the mounds and everything, I remember one of my friends from elementary school, I was always shocked by how like flat and smooth her hands were. Interesting. Yeah. Like I didn't really look at what the mounds mean, but I wonder if that means that she'll have like a different life than we will yeah. because we have we have mounds. We have mounds. Also, I've been Almond wanting to make this joke from the beginning. Have nuts. Mounds don't. Mounds don't. That's the exact joke I've been wanting to make every time I've said the word mounds. mounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with I think you. About is dark chocolate over coconut. I should make a mounds pie. I'm but I don't glad... have condensed milk. Anyway. Okay, so your basic hands. heart meaning, I believe that you have a pretty long line, but it's a little bit like faint. It gets kind of faint or like chained. Towards the end? Yeah, tor- faint it's towards the end. It's a little chained at the beginning. And chained at the beginning. Chain line is like intertwined relationships or karmic relationships. So like Ooh. that, not maybe necessarily in the romantic sense, but in like throughout your life and like deep in your life that you have some pretty like People. important That's relationships, nice. like long-term relationships, which I, I would, like that. I would say yes, because I know yeah. you are f- still friends with a lot of people who you've known for a very long time and that those True. relationships are like really important to you. They are. You're one of them, punk. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> you um, can tell I hold on to my relationships because I call you a punk. Right. Exactly. And I would say the faint is also like, it says that you have a sensitive nature. I think you're just very in tune. Yes. Okay. With the relate your like relationships, mm-hmm. and then Long says that you're idealistic and dependent on partner, but I don't think so. I think you're a pretty independent woman. I am very independent. You really are. I didn't like that yours said dependent on your partner either, because I think you are an independent woman who functions well with a partner. Yeah, but I think no offense to your lovely husband, but like yeah. if he were to disappear, you'd be fine. Right. Like, like, you like fall, you're not Bella. I can, I can go you're do things by myself, and I can go do things yeah. with him. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. You're not like, well, he has to come, too. Right. It's like, no, you can spend some time apart. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say you also have that intellectual bent from the curved, the curved line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I can see that. Your headline is long. It is. It is long. So you're ambitious. And I would say that... I feel like it forks at the end, which means career change, which is good because Ooh. you need one, <laughs> or at least at, at least a location location change. But I would say also it's deeper than mine, oh, kind of which fork. means excellent yeah, memory, think, think which you do have. Oh, that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah, you have a very 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 good memory. It's like my defining characteristic, <laughs> other than my giant hands. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, the lifeline was the one that I was like, getting confused on because I couldn't tell the difference between the lifeline and the fate line. But I think I understand it well, now. I think that's, the lifeline is I, more I, curvy. I think it's also because on my hand, they go into one. And yeah. on your hand, they don't really. Right. Like, it runs, like, parallel. On yeah, mine, yours they like, into one. So I have, like, a, yeah, I have, like, an hourglass shape on my palm. Yeah. And you don't. No. Yours is Yours is definitely, like, bloop. It's a separate yeah. thing. So your lifeline, it's long, which means good health and vitality. Ooh. So despite your allergies, you otherwise are in good health. Well, because now I'm taking goji juice, so <laughs> those are going to go away any second now. And that you do have a deep line, which indicates a smooth life. Doesn't have to mean oh, perfect, wow. but smooth, you know. I was going to say, has, has this line on my hand heard about the year we're in? And the right, I, I think just, just overall, like, you never went into, like, severe debt and, like, you know, lived out of your car and, you know. That is, that is also had true, unfortunately, drink in that way. water out of a rain barrel. That is true. Yeah. These are all true things. Yeah. I've never had to wear a barrel on suspenders. Right. 
And then, so that's where, you know, like your, was it your fate line was starting to kind of run into it. And I thought it looked kind of mm-hmm. forked where it looks yeah. like forks will indicate di- diversion or a life change. So like at some point in your life, mm. you'll go through like a big change, but it can also mean scattered or split energies. I can be very scattered and split energy. Yeah. So like you're sort of having to juggle like different personas or different like focuses. Yeah. Okay. So then I guess because it flows into your fate line, because it was forked out of your other one. I mean, like, I was kind of like, well, if it's forked, that's a conflict or dual destiny where, like, you'll come to, like, a literal fork. (laughs) Ooh. But then I also feel, like, deep. Like, I mean, it's very visible on your hand. Yeah. And I feel like, well, deep means inheritance. (laughs) Yeah, yours looked a little bit deep, too. So I was like, who's giving us money? (laughs) Yeah. And can they, like, hurry it up? (laughs) The fate line always messes me up yeah yeah it's like the fate line and the sun line are hard because i don't think fate line and sun line in particular not every hand has it yeah and the fate line at least on my hand is attached to one of my other lines yeah and then uh, some of the lines like i don't see them very pronounced in the photo you gave me so it's like a little hard for me to see like the love lines or the children's lines although it looks like you do have some vertical vertical lines I do. That I think... All the children I'm not going to have. (laughs) At least two for the children and for animals in your life who you are going to care about. Seems fair. You're in... You have kind of faint intuition line closer to, like, where your thumb meets your palm, but... Is it, like, this guy? It's... Yeah, that guy. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I do do have a little baby line. Yeah. I don't think you have that. Basically, it says the more prominent the line appears, if it's deeper or longer. Yeah, I don't really have one on the hand that I gave you. Yeah. Deeper and longer means that you have some psychic ability. What? <laughs> You're the one who's supposed intuition, to have psychic ability. Intuition lines are not the easiest to detect and may be absent entirely. You have like a very faint, small one, so you might yeah, have some. my latent psychic ability. You do have some travel lines, which mean I mean, you are a tra- pretty well-traveled person. So that's that makes true. sense. Travel. I'm just like staring at my hand now. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what like, the entire time you're talking, I'm like, what uh, are you? What are What's you? What's crazy? Like, look how different my left hand print is from yeah, my right hand. Like, like, it's a full crossy X and there's like an extra line. I have line. extra lines on my left hand and like right? weird this is shit. Something that, I guess that's why the phrase is, you know it like the back of your hand, because I do not know the front of my hand no. very well. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just like looking at my fingers too, and I'm just like, wow, those Your are some long, fingers. Your elegant, watery fingers. Yeah, I'm like, they, they, they sure fing. <laughs> they, they fing them up good. All right, well, hopefully that was fun to listen to. <laughs> read your own palms as we read ours to each other. This was, this was fun. I did, I did enjoy learning about this, and I liked reading your hand. We also ask listeners like you, Ooh. yes, you, to send us in questions. And if you missed our deadline for questions, don't worry about it. You can send them in late. We'll still answer them. They just won't be in our third Potiversary Spectacular. So, first question comes from Kelly with Boobies and Newbies. Hi. What's your favorite episode you've recorded so far? This is difficult because there are like 140. Yeah. There, is, there have been a lot of fun ones that we've done recently. Yeah. Well, I just really liked... Oh, well, and we've also been recording a lot for Bone Cone. We have. And so I'm going to say, like, the entire Twilight Saga. (laughs) (laughs) 
of me just screaming at you about these books that I'm still having to read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think from one of my favorites for sure is the one we did, I think it was last year, where we did the common symbols of fall. Yeah. And we learned about the pumpkin seeds and we did that pumpkin prosperity yeah, charm. We learned about women with fat asses sitting on pumpkin seeds yes. because it'll make your pumpkins grow as sweet and succulent as that ass. That ass. Deadass, and we learned about, like, bats and stuff. Yeah. I liked that one a lot. I like a lot of the ones that we talk about, like, urban legends and things mm-hmm. that have to do with, like, creepy children and creepy yeah. dolls and, like... Oh, you know what one I really, really liked, too? Our Pride episode where we did LGBTQ ghosts. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we talked about what, like, Bayard Rustin would be as a ghost mm-hmm. and, like, how he brings two people together and they have, like, a moment of electricity. He can get it. Yeah, he yeah. could get it. He could get it. <laughs> he could get it. Yeah, absolutely. I really liked that one, too. <laughs> I like also, I just like having guests, too. We haven't collaborated yeah. with anyone in a long time. It's because we did so many in that one month. We, yeah. yeah, we did a huge collaboration month, and then s- summer happened, and 2020 just continued to get worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe once, once we're both out of the thick of it Mm -hmm. we'll start collabing again if you know of a podcaster you'd like us to collab with and we Mm -hmm. haven't yet or we have collabed with them and you want to hear more from them yes like my friend mike who hasn't been on in a while yeah just email spoofer at gmail.com or dm us and Mm -hmm. we'll we'll reach out to people we should definitely have kelly from boobies and newbies on yes because she's having us on hers and i'm very excited to read that i'm very excited too yeah it's that's a great question kelly and the answer is honestly i've enjoyed a lot of these episodes Mm mm-hmm there are, like, little moments that stand out for me. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, anything with the Jersey Devil. Oh, you know what? You know what it, oh. it, What my favorite episode probably is? Mm. Our Valentine's Day episode from this year where we did Sexy Ghosts and we talked about Crystal Dildos. Yes. Yes, because the Crystal Dildos have com- continued to be part of our lives because I keep this is a def- finding them defining online. Defining pinnacle. It's a defining pinnacle of our friendship now. It's just these Crystal Dildos. I really liked... Greek mythology. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun because of yeah. now I keep seeing references to Poseidon and cows and horses and the sea. And, now you're like, and I'm get like, this. I get it. Because <laughs> that's where cows and horses come from, the that's sea. Where cows and horses come from. Amazing. All right. And then we have six questions from Not So Official Abby on Instagram. Awesome. And Abby was like, you can pick which ones you want to answer. And I read through them and I'm like, uh, all of these are great. So joke's on you. We're answering them all. <laughs> so first one. Worst cryptid. Worst cryptid. Worst cryptid. I think for me, I'm going to have to say it's Goatman from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Because one, it's a clear knockoff of Bunny Man. Yeah. First and foremost. Two, the only good thing to come out of Goatman is the episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved about it, where it becomes Shane's bridge. Yeah. he dances on it, and the Goatman doesn't come to get him. Otherwise, it's just like, it's basically like a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. So, that's my pick. Don't get mad at me, Marylanders. You know I'm right. I was just going to go classic. I, I'm i not a huge fan of the Chupacabra because of what it does. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. Sucking all the life out of goats. Yeah, I'm just like... Mm. Mm, yummy, yummy. Yeah. yeah, it's a little vampire it's a little, it's a little. It's a little mean. <laughs> yeah. A little animal cruelty. I just, part of why I like Chupacabra is because its name means goat sucker. Yeah. And like, I'm like, so, it's, it's called a goat sucker because that's what it does. So I would say it's like... One of my least favorite, but it, yeah. I don't hate it or dislike it that much. It's just yeah. like, if I had to like rank the ones that I can yeah, think. Yeah, on the lower end. Yeah, it's on the lower end. Yeah. 
Also, That's it's just, fair. I've never seen a cute chupacabra. That's fair. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll go on the record and say, ACAB, all cryptids are beautiful. All cryptids are beautiful. And maybe any other combination of words that would fit with ACAB. Yep. Number two, best and worst Halloween candy. Best, obviously, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Pumpkins. That's the best shape of Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Yeah. Well, top two. It's like that and the egg. Yeah. The tree is pretty. I like the tree. I, I don't mind the tree, but in terms of the special shapes, the tree yeah. is probably third on my list. I think pumpkin is my favorite shape. Pumpkin's a good shape. Yeah. So easily best okay. Halloween candy. Well, I just like getting the mini Heath bars. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't like the way toffee sticks to my teeth. Yeah, I, I'll eat all of your Heath bars, don't worry. I was going to say, like, we should have gone trick-or-treating together growing up, because my brother and I would always, like, swap candies, yeah. but we have the same tastes in candy, so it was like, <gasps> mm. it was, if I wanted one of his Reese's peanut butter cups, I'd have to trade, like, six pieces of candy I liked, like, I'd have to give him six Snickers for it. Yeah. Oh, but I with love you, Starburst. I'd be like, have a fucking, oh, yeah, Starburst yeah, I would, and I would Heath bar would be, like, top. I'd be like, I will give you these, give me any Reese's product you have. Yeah. For me, worst Halloween candy. I sort of got to say candy corn. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I was, Are you gonna I, get I'm candy going to get candy corn? Of, I was going to say, if it's on trick or treating, you're not going to get candy corn. Unless generally. you get the they, little packets of candy corn from like Brock's. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know they made those. They make those. So, well, okay. But I was and I would say, be the person to pass them out because I like candy corn. <laughs> you monster! <laughs> I'm going to egg your house. As a 31-year-old woman. She gives candy this is, corn to children. This is how I'm going to celebrate Halloween this year. I'm just going to egg your house because you're giving out candy corn. <laughs> Listen, we didn't get a single trick-or-treater last year, so we're probably not going to celebrate it again this year. Good. <laughs> candy corn monsters. No, in general, worst Halloween candy, obviously candy corn. But the worst one that you're going to get in, like, a trick-or-treating assortment, the only thing I can think of, did you ever have those fucking Mary Janes? Oh, they're, like, yeah. chewy, and they're supposed to be, like, peanut butter, but they really just taste yeah. like ass. Yeah, or, like, Good those and Plenty, suck. or, Yeah, Good like, and Plenty are also... Anything less. that's licorice, like, black licorice Ugh. flavored, right? Yeah. Like, I sometimes mm-hmm. like a cherry Twizzler sometimes... But yeah, really, when it's like a when it's a cherry pull and peel, that's when I like it. Yeah. Oh, what was the other thing I was just thinking of? Okay, when I was little, and yeah. I still had the sweet tooth of a child, I did not mind things like milk duds and the malt balls. You know, the whoppers. Whoppers, right? I loved whoppers as a child. As an adult, I'm like, ew! Like, why did I eat those? All right, question number three. Is dessert charcuterie real charcuterie? I'm going to say yes, so long as you classify it as dessert charcuterie. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I ask you for a charcuterie board and you bring me out dessert charcuterie, I'm going to smack you in your face. But, like, if you're like, I need a dessert charcuterie, I'm going to be like, oh, this is so cute. I dig it. Yeah. I, if it's, yeah, it's, I think it's a big context thing, right? Where it's yeah. like, if I know that, if you're bringing out, if we're, if we're having a snack and I know that it's going to be like a desserty snack, then yeah, that's fine. I think yeah. if you brought me out a fruit platter or like a cu- nice, you know, wooden cutting board with fruit and cheese on it, like I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. I would probably be like, in my head, like, oh, there was no salami. Yeah, like if you called it a charcuterie board and you brought me out just fruit with like a piece of cheese on there, I'm going to be like, this isn't charcuterie. This is a fruit plate. 
But if you tell me I made dessert charcuterie and it's like fruit and like a pastry and a dessert cheese and like some honey, fine. We're going to have no problems. <laughs> I was going to say, if you said you made charcuterie and there was no meat on it, I just wouldn't yeah, say like, anything. I would just sit there and be like, yummy. <laughs> and internally be like, okay, on the way home, we're stopping at Giant and we're buying some meat. <laughs> yep. If you told me it was charcuterie and it wasn't like a meat charcuterie, it was a dessert charcuterie, yeah. and you brought out literally anything else that didn't have any kind of cured meat on it. I would eat it, and then I would leave, and then I would probably text you and be like, this fucking asshole <laughs> had the audacity to serve me a charcuterie that had no cured meats. What are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> There's no cured What's meats. The point? Get the fuck out so, of here. Yes, dessert charcuterie is charcuterie, but only if you classify it as dessert charcuterie. I'm too nice to... to fight someone in person <laughs> that's true you know what i would really do if i were in person because i talk a big game i'm not actually that <laughs> aggressive i just wouldn't eat it if it were like if i was if i had primed myself for meat charcuterie and what got brought out wasn't meat charcuterie i just wouldn't have any question number four worst place to go on vacation i have a definitive answer for this Ooh, tell me alabama because the reason <laughs> i read the twilight books is because we were on vacation in alabama and the things that there are to do in Alabama are not things that are in my wheelhouse. So I did not want to fish. I did not want to enjoy camping. Did not. You can't even really hike. It's very flat. Like, blech. So I read the fucking Twilight books because I ran out of books that I had packed. I don't know so where the, Alabama did that to me. I just like I don't have like a like a location location where it would be bad to like go on vacation. I just feel like if I don't have anything to do or I'm just like stressed out, there's no points of interest. There's nothing pretty to look at then yeah. that would be like a bad vacation for me. I would be like, I would have just rather stayed home because at least my stuff is there. <laughs> yeah, like a vacation either has to be like extreme relaxation where like we're doing intentional like relaxation shit or yeah. it has to be there are activities I want to do because otherwise I'm like, why did I, why did why, I come here? Why did I come here? Yeah. Who, who, who dragged me out here? This is a specific question for you. Ooh. You ready for this? Yes. What kind of cake was your wedding cake? Aha! It was delicious. <laughs> it was the delicious kind of cake. It was the delicious Next question. <laughs> no, it was uh, from this place in Northern Virginia called Buzz Bakery or Buzz Bake Shop. And it was lemon sponge with cream cheese frosting. Mm. It was very good. All right. And then the last question is the crying jack-o'-lantern emoji that the Spoop account retweeted this past weekend. What are your plans for Halloween this year, if you have any? That's funny, because... We were just talking we were about just this talking about yesterday. That. Yeah. And the answer is, we don't know. It's probably mostly canceled. Something that I read er re recently was, like, trick-or-treating and Halloween parties are canceled. Halloween itself is not canceled. So get on with your bad spooky self every day, like of Halloween yeah. season. And just like, you know, hunker down, watch some scary movies or mm -hmm. fun, like Halloween movies with like, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Like with your close friends, either in person or do like a zoom video hangout or something yeah. like that. I've been thinking about, probably we don't have like logistically what we would need to do an outdoor Halloween party, mm -hmm. at least for sure. Not on the same scale because you know, yeah. my backyard's only so big and it's obviously so dependent on weather. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Maybe 
we'll do, maybe I'll try to do like a virtual murder mystery because my meetup group just did one. It was actually really fun. So maybe we'll all like, I'll find like a Halloween themed murder mystery and we can do like a a Zoom or Hangouts or Discord Mm -hmm. murder mystery. Yeah. In in short, we don't know. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to see how the world is doing at that point. Mm -hmm. And then we'll we'll go from there. Well, and the but. good thing is also that last year we took so many photos at that Halloween selfie experience we that we at least have enough to continue the celebration into this well, year. I used a lot of our favorites, and then we did a post of, like, the other favorites that... Recycle. So we're just going to repost them? Just okay. repost. <laughs> repost, reuse, recycle, Rihanna. Maybe instead of 31 days of Halloween, we'll do, like, seven days of yeah. Halloween. I will say I decided Once a week of Halloween. first... Once a week of Halloween, four four Halloween days spread out over four Halloween weeks. Exactly. I I've started wearing my Halloween dresses because I'm like it's close enough. So, it's been three years of this, you guys. Thank you for listening. Even if you have only been listening for a fraction of those three years, thank you. If you've been listening the whole three years, God bless you. <laughs> I don't know how. But more power to you. We really appreciate it. Thank you to those of you who support us on Patreon. It's still bananas to me that people will, one, want to listen to us talk genuinely, sincerely. It still surprises me. Yeah. (laughs) Three years in. And two, enjoy it enough to, like, give us money or, like, do the things we ask them to do, like send us pet pictures and stuff. That blows my mind. Every time it blows my mind. It's truly incredible. I know a lot of podcasters talk about this, but it's because truly, truly, you do not understand how incredible you are for listening to this nonsense that we do. Right. So and we really appreciate it. And you. the other thing is also thank you to like our most frequent contributors and like collaborators. Yeah. Yes. So Believer Skeptic Podcast, mm-hmm. Cody and Chris from very early on and I think around month four we became pod friends with them mm-hmm. and now here we are three years down the road and they're just amazing we love them so much best forever is Dr. Lisa Lucas who is our friend in real life now yeah who we own again also about at the four month mark who interviewed us about our friendship yeah. and our podcast like, and now here we are how real life friends <laughs> Real life friends that I invited her to my wedding before I had to <laughs> shut down the guest list. <laughs> but she she was invited so. to the wedding. And you know who else so, was also invited that. was also Relic. Yes, our dear Relic, Maxwell. Lost Treasure Podcast. Maxwell, we love Maxwell. Thank you so much. The now defunct 33% pulp, but especially Lindsay yeah. of formerly 33% pulp and genuinely just like a real life friend that I really appreciate, who I toured the Queen Mary with, yes. with her and her mom. Just spectacular people. And I'm not going to forget anyone. My friend Mike. Yes. From real life, who every time he's on this fucking podcast, people are like, more Mike. <laughs> so, you know, swoop hour from here on in. It's just the Mike just show. Just the Mike we're show. Let, we're just going to leave Mike alone yeah. with it. It's fine. So my real life friend, Mike. Make it modern, Ashley and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Spectacular. Yes, they just really are. Top notch. Amazing. Know a lot more about Norse mythology than we that do. That was such a fun episode to record. That was that was really fun. And I also want to thank the amazing Courtney, Courtney from Cult of Domesticity and Friday the 13th with Maddie and Andrew, Drew from Real Feels. I love them so much. You guys so are much. amazing. They're just so good. Just really, we're, we know the best podcast people. We have just, such great pod friends. You guys are all amazing. We have amazing pod friends. You're all amazing. We have amazing listeners. Oh. I'm going to fight every other podcast because you guys are the best listeners. Pop Culture Pinto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A podcast that I was also on frequently, and we had Jack on, 
we talked about the video game po- uh, video game horror. <laughs> Thanks, Pop Culture Bento, for the support Pop Culture and for literally Bento. marrying one of us. But which one? Yeah. Who's to say? They, yeah, and yeah, my my marriage to Pop Culture Bento. <laughs> your your pod husband. My pod husband. Your pod bend. Pods bend. Pod bend. Pods bend. I love it. <laughs> So shout out to your pods, Bind. So again, from the bottom of our hearts, our, our spoopy, cold, dead hearts, <laughs> thank you so much. The the real spoop was the friends we made along the way. Truly. Here's the three more years. Three or however more long years. We keep doing this. Three, three more, years. more years. Three more years. We have to do it for 666 years. So we have 663 more. Are you sitting there doing math? No, I was like, did she say years or episodes? <laughs> no, I said years. years. That's right. I've signed away our souls to no, Satan. No, <laughs> we are going to be removed from time. Ah, like the vampires in Twilight. Twilight. No, we'll shoot for 666 episodes. Yeah. So anyway, be thanks, guys. Many years. <laughs> <laughs> many years. To many more years. Thank you for all the support, all the love. We really appreciate it. We love you. You're the real MVPs. The real MV Booze. MV Booze.